name is Michael Bosey. Welcome to Marketing Without the Marketing, the podcast where I try to teach you my soft touch marketing techniques in little 10-minute snippets at a time. Uh, today's topic, again, like the last episode, is Facebook, also known as Facebook Zero or the big Facebook algorithm change that's scaring the crap out of everyone. I wanted to address that a little bit more. Uh, Last week, I talked about what's up, what's happening, and left a link in the show notes for you so you can uh, follow up on that or just get in your feed, obviously. But also, I got a lot of great links of articles that I refer to and all that, including Zuckerberg's statement uh, himself. So uh, in short, Big algorithm change, it's going to prioritize uh, friends and family, and it's going to kind of leave businesses out in the cold. And uh, the thing that I want to do for you is just to make sure that that you're well prepared for that, and uh, especially if you depend on Facebook as part of uh, outreach for your customers, your prospective customers, this is going to have a big effect on you. Uh, and I want to talk a little bit more about that. Okay, so my contention and sort of the thesis of this episode is that Mark Zuckerberg talks a big game. Appreciate the personal challenge. We probably should all do something like that, but I think that his plan is not going to work, and I'd like to tell you why. Support that with some other opinions uh, from some other articles and... uh, and go through these sort of point by point uh, and what that might mean for you, right? So first of all, uh, Facebook is completely dependent upon an advertising model. And in a great article by John Battelle called Facebook Can't Be Fixed, uh, I'll quote John here, you cannot fix Facebook without completely gutting its advertising-driven business model. And because Zuckerberg is required by Wall Street to put his shareholders above all else, required, right? There's no way in hell Zuckerberg will actually do that. Or, quoting John uh, again here, put another way, Facebook has gotten too big to pivot to a new, more sustainable business model. And this is really true, right? I mean, if you think about this, and the article is great and, and goes into a lot of detail, but if their revenue... Uh, which is what they're using to pay shareholders, uh, is completely depending on uh, dependent on ads. I mean, do you really think that they're going to just you know cut off uh, the ad portion of it? As I said last episode, ads are likely to get more expensive. Maybe that'll cover their losses. But do you think that Zuckerberg's really going to take the path that devalues his business? It's not really likely. Right. And look, they know that this is a danger. Facebook does, because uh, in an article in The New York Times uh, by Shira Frankel called Facebook aims to soothe Wall Street over news fee changes. That's soothe, not sue. (laughs) Uh, Quote the quote Zuckerberg here from the article. Um, He says, I believe that the time spent on Facebook will be more valuable Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg said in a conference call with analysts, if people interact more, it should lead to stronger community. When you care about something, you're willing to see ads to experience it. And I had to pause on that for a second. That is absolutely insane, right? So in other words, he says, again, when you care about something, you're willing to see ads to experience it. 
that to me says all you need to know. Like in other words, if there was ever any doubt that the thing I've been saying all along, which is that Facebook is an ad platform, not a social media platform, this is the proof of it. Here's Zuckerberg saying that his core belief is that you got to make something that people care so that you'll be willing to see ads in order to experience that other content. In other words, we're going to just keep forcing stuff at you, just like television does, just like radio does, just like every other media who is supported by ads, which leads to tons of perverse incentives and things that are based on an interruption model, which we are all good at avoiding now as far as ignoring ads, paging past them, doing everything that we can to get people to stop interrupting us. And basically Zuckerberg is doubling down on that. In other words, this guy is old media. He fancies himself sort of, you know, the new wave or the new vanguard of, uh, you know, connection and these platforms and all this stuff. And he leads one of the largest companies in the country, if not the world. And this guy does not have... Uh, the vision to take this forward. I mean, he's still an ad model. He's television. And nothing against television. For the most part, it seems to work. But man, haven't we seen over the, you know, the past few years that people are willing to pay for better television and not to have to suffer ads? It just feels like, you know, hanging on to this ad-supported model instead of really using the power of this platform to do something more interesting. It just seems like that would be a better way to go. But nope, Zuckerberg, is he's doubling down on the ads. And to me, that's disappointing. Not unexpected, but disappointing given the, you know, the market power that he's got. All right, so the next reason this isn't going to work is because social media at base... Uh, whether this is Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat or Instagram or whatever, is still about social comparisons. And social comparisons don't make us feel good, right? So let me quote from an, uh, an article by Umer Haq called uh, Can Facebook Redeem Itself? Part 2. Left a link in the show notes for you. Uh, quoting Umer, the idea of a Facebook includes social comparison. And social comparison is a powerful drug because it promises superiority. Quoting him again, In this way, we are becoming prisoners of our social appetites, slaves to me-versus-you interactions, through which we perform free, futile, emotional labor that profits capitalism but can only make us unhappier. Given all the studies that are out now that says that Facebook use is correlated to feeling less happy, less satisfied, more depressed. You know, Facebook's not going to be able to, to fix that unless they do something very, very different than just posting more stuff from your friends and family. If your friends and family are still humble bragging and showing the best versions of themselves and you are comparing yourself to this idealized version of your friends and family, and you're doing so thousands and thousands of times, you, you do it un, unwillingly, unknowingly sometimes, it's going to make you feel bad. There are studies now that show this. And that's not going away unless they do something very, very different from what they have planned. Um, and, you know, the only solution to this is to just spend 
less time on the platform and platforms like this in general, uh, because apparently even folks like myself who are very much informed about how these things work, how the algorithms work, you know, know the, the, the background on what the goals are, what people are trying to do on these platforms, what they're trying to influence, et cetera, et cetera. Even if you're hyper aware of that, you still fall prey to it. So that's a problem, and that's not going away. So Zuckerberg's not going to fix that either. If we look at another huge reason is that Zuckerberg is kind of trying to fix Facebook with the same things that he's already been talking about since its inception. So right, think about this. He's saying with the new Facebook and the new feed, he and his team are going to prioritize, you know, more posts from your close social graph, friends and family, posts that seek advice or recommendations, uh, news articles that, that prompt more conversations and quoting meaningful interactions, whatever that means in Facebook speak, uh, or posts that you might want to share. It's kind of the same as what we've always had, right? Like this is, that's not a different algorithm. In other words, all these things that he's talking about, these high-minded things about more engagement and more interaction, that's what he's always been chasing. So it just seems kind of, you know, a futile exercise to say, I'm going to fix this thing with the same tool that I've been using all along. It just seems like the wrong way to go about it. it. It seems like doing the same things and expecting a different result. It just doesn't make any sense. Another reason, Facebook is now uh, going to be asking their users to rank news organizations that they trust. Um, I'll quote from an article uh, that's posted on Medium by the Washington Post, uh, quoting, Mark Zuckerberg wrote, Facebook is not comfortable deciding which news sources are the most trustworthy in a world with so much division. Quoting again, uh, we decided that having the community determine which sources are broadly trusted would be most objective. To me, this is more proof that just shows that they don't get it. They still think of themselves as a platform, not as a media company. He's absolving himself of accountability on this. And the fact that, you know, about two-thirds of Americans get some of their news from social media. This is according to a study at Pew Research Center. And Zuckerberg's now, again, seems like it would be a good thing right here. Have his users rank the news organizations that they trust. The ones that are more trusted are going to rise up in the ranks. The ones that are not uh, might fall. And, of course, is that not open to hacking or bots or whatever? And maybe they'll watch it. Maybe it'll be fine or whatever. But the point is, is that he's offloading this to users. He's saying, we're, you know, we're just this neutral platform, which is complete bullshit. As soon as you build an algorithm, you are making editorial decisions. That means you're a media company. That means you have responsibility, you have accountability, stop avoiding it. And things like this where he is rolling out, you know, this rank your news organization shows that he still doesn't get it. And that doesn't bode well for these fixes. And lastly, you know, this thing about well-being, I mean, he mentions this a few times in his, uh, you know, not only his personal challenge, but a few posts since that. He says that he's doing this for our well-being. 
try to make us happier, more engaged, whatever. Why is it up to Zuckerberg to try to fix that? I mean, why? <laughs> and I mean, you know the answer why. This is a leading question, but it's like, you know, why, is, is it, why isn't the answer getting off Facebook rather than just, you know, trying to uh, enhance one's well-being while still maintaining uh, your 50 minutes a day on Facebook on average? I mean, if it will make you happier to get off Facebook, then get off Facebook. Of course, that's not what Zuckerberg wants. And look, maybe he does come at this uh, with a genuine intent to try to help and to try to fix what's going on. But I just don't think that this this whole thing is going to work for all these reasons that I've outlined. Okay, so, you know, that's a lot of knocking down Zuckerberg and poking holes in this, and I think deservedly so. I think he should do more thinking on this. I wish him well uh, and his whole team in trying to figure this out because, you know, if the intent to help is there, then great, we should root for that. But what can we do about this aside from just ditching the platform, um, which I've kind of done starting in 2018, uh, severely reduced my time on the platform. I mean, I'd probably delete it if I didn't need it for my business and to be able to serve my clients and all. But uh, I've seen a bunch of different uh, potential fixes and, and things that people have suggested. Like, for instance, uh, you know, maybe make it so that people can't share articles uh, or no, no links, right? Uh, Instagram does this. Why not do that, right? So in other words, make people go and search these things out rather than having them sort of go viral, as it were. Uh, or, you know, a big thing, you know, if we want to cut down on the, the social comparisons, maybe, uh, you know, have the algorithm or the AI identify humble brag posts or posts where people are, uh, you know, purposely puffing themselves up. Maybe we reduce those. You know, I, I don't know, again, just an idea. Or, you know, make uh, like the share button or the links or whatever, maybe make those only available to paid users. Maybe you start charging a subscription fee and maybe there's two tiers of Facebook users, paid users uh, and those who are on the platform for free and who are subject to more ads. You know, uh, users could maybe pay for an ad-free experience. And if you want to see some folks who are trying some new things, look to Medium. These are This is the platform that's run by Twitter, and they're trying a paid tier where there are members and then the general public. So articles can be seen by anyone, but you can restrict them if you want. You can actually get paid on it. Uh, you know, we'll see. Who knows if that's going to work or not? You know, I mean, it's really hard to tell, but I'm glad to see some folks who are trying things that are other than ad-supported media. You know, you don't want to be the thing that's next to the thing. You want to be the thing, right? So you want to produce good content, uh, draw people in. I mean, that's content marketing in general, and um, I'm going to get back to that now. So (laughs) I spent a bunch of time on Facebook and this algorithm change over the last uh, couple episodes. Uh, I think it'll be time to move on. So uh, next episode, I think I'll get into the uh, starting a business series. How about that? Um, Looking forward to that uh, quite a bit. So uh, why don't we get started in the next episode? All right. Again, thank you so much for your attention, uh, for sticking with me through some of these ranty type episodes. I appreciate it. Uh, Hope that you enjoy it. Hope that you learned something. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode.